Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Music City Hammers podcast. If you ever wanted to hear a couple of Americans give their opinions on English soccer without much background in it or uh, anything like that, well, this is this is the podcast here for you. Yeah, here, we're here just d- doing it for the people. For the people. Um, so this uh, this game was a big one for me. This one, uh, yeah, this one was a big deal for you. Yeah, this one was uh, two two of my favorite teams. I mean, obviously, West Ham's the favorite. But yeah, you know, yeah. originally I was gonna be an Everton fan, so so you know it was it was it was a rough one to watch. I mean, look at you now sitting here in your Antonio jersey. That's yep, and I'm I'm here and screaming I, I, for the Ogbonna header. Yep, as it went in, I picked my it, side. Yeah, yeah, that's I, good. I'm I happy. My, I'm happy I, to see I it. I picked my side, and I am officially a West Ham fan. Good, like that's good. that's 100. percent I knew that going into this match, like it was a little bit on. You know, it was like. I, this is my first season ever, like actually getting into soccer. Oh yeah, know? yeah. So, so I'm just like, I I need to pick my team carefully. And every game I watched, I was like, uh, the, you know, this is the, these are fun people to watch. These players are good. Mm-hmm. But West Ham was like the only one that I was watching where like every single player made me feel great. Yep. And so yeah, and I was like, and Everton is a mean team like they are they have a ton of awesome players on there mm-hmm. and that but like you know it it was gonna be tough like i feel like you we were saying this at the start uh oh, that yeah. this is the most evenly matched d- group of teams that yeah, like west ham I, could go up against i really i really think so because as we're not quite at the level you know of your typical like we're right now top four i'd say we're at the level of, of arsenal at the level of tottenham but yeah, I agree with but that. But we're we're a good number of steps behind Man City, United, um, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah. All the, like they're they're doing well. So I think that we Everton, probably Leicester and us are sort of fighting for the the new spots in the rest of the top six. If Arsenal and Tottenham continue on the trajectories that they're right, on, because they're they're not doing super hot. No, right and now. and they haven't been doing super hot for a while. Yeah. So. That being said, and well, so at, at, at a macro level, we're a very similar place to Everton, but also like in the season, like I mean, we're we're, we're right nestled up against them in the table, right? Well, and yeah, we just surpassed them because, yeah. uh, I mean, spoiler alert, we won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is after I guess we should say that too. This is after the Everton West Ham game that we on what's the day? October seventeenth, the seventeenth of October, uh, in which we won one to nothing, uh, due to. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bald-headed boy Ogbonna. Angelo oh. Ogbonna, our oh, man. Yeah, I, he had a great game. There, there is. He is my man of the match. This was just a good game overall. And oh it, yeah, it yeah. went exactly how I wanted it to go because, like, well, going, I would like more goals. Well, but, you sure. Know. But the thing is, is I was like, I don't, I didn't want to stop liking Everton, right? Like, I knew if Everton won, I just would have been oh, sad. Oh, had the Brentford effect. Yeah, exactly. Because like last week, like when Brentford played, I was like, man, I'm so proud of Brentford. The fact that they're like. Like, this is their first time in the Premier League, and they're absolutely destroying everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to suck when they lose to West Ham, though. And then they didn't. And and then I was definitely on the side of, like, mm-hmm. you know what? Brentford can suck one. Like, I'm yep. – yeah. But yep. I don't know. It's like that was one that was, like, that was a fun game to watch, but is just disappointing end. This was a fun yeah. game to watch and an incredibly tense ending because yeah. in overtime they got that final set piece corner and that was like 
That was horrifying. That yeah. was absolutely horrifying. Hey, uh, well, flashbacks to the Brentford game. Yeah. Really? No, exactly. Because what? That was four. Yeah, that was something that the announcers, uh, you know, over the TV were saying is just like, oh, yep. And, you know. We, yeah. And we lost one point then. Exactly. But if they scored here, we lost two. Yeah. That would have uh, that would have been bad. Um, so I, I don't know, man. It was uh it, it was just a rough uh, that, that was a rough game to watch but this yeah. this went like perfectly because Everton was very respectable um and then you know it was like the the attacks were great the defense was great and like yep. you know West Ham was mostly dominant and so it was just like it was it was awesome to watch from the standpoint of like I love both these teams oh yeah, yeah. so like and my favorite team won so it's like oh man, it, it could not have gone better for yeah. me yeah, overall, I think I think the start of the game, we got on a great foot. We had a lot of pressure, a lot of offensive pressure. I mean, I think that it wasn't until like 16 minutes that they even had a shot. I don't think it was yeah. on goal. I think that was like their first pressure right. was 16 exactly. minutes into the game. So we started off on a really strong foot. I think from that, we, we probably should have came away with a goal. Yeah, um, we definitely should have scored a we, goal in the first half. We had, even in that first just sequence, we had a lot of great opportunities. Like, like before I could even like turn around, once the game started, Suchek was like already passing someone in, and like they were nearly goal bound. I was about to right yeah, because because what we we had to spend basically the first three minutes of the game just like getting the microphone set up because yeah, yeah. you know it's it's in America it's early, like this is an early yeah, morning for us yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but yeah so. So, like, getting that set up, I turned around, and it was like, immediately, we were on the Everton side, like, getting goals. But then that brings me to my point, which was the nine-minute Antonio yellow card. Yeah, that was... And and, and they called it for him flopping, which I don't understand. I thought that he put the effort in to buy a really good foul there. Like, because he he had a, a bit of a heavy touch, defender came in to get the ball, and he was able to get to the ball first to be able to tow it out of the way. Right. So the defender fouled him. And yeah. he he was going down because he had to stretch so much to get to the ball, but won the ball. Yeah, it the was, defender never touched it. So I don't. I think that that. I think that was really harsh. I think it was a stupid yellow card. I think it was really really harsh because it was a smart buy. It was, in my opinion. I well, the Very thing is, is I I think I think like there was there was a point where we were like, oh, that's a really good free kick. That's yeah, in a great yeah. place because it looked like a foul. It didn't seem like he yeah, slid uh, for yeah. forever. Yeah, I honestly thought that the yellow was on the Everton defender. I I'm thought trying so to too. I think and it was, I was keen. Like, and, I, and even even then, I was like, well, that, that was a little harsh. It didn't seem like that bad of a foul, yeah. but whatever, I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, for them to give the yellow card to Antonio for yeah for taking a dive or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like that's that's the dumbest thing. Yep. That's, I I also thought so. It yeah. was I was shocked. Yeah. When when it came up that it was Anto- Antonio on the yellow. Yeah. Well, I, and, I, yeah, and I think I think. We, yeah, there was one of those things where we were like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see how this turns out." Like we could get a goal early, and then like we both looked up on screen, and it was like, y- "Yeah, no, that that should not have been yeah. the call there." I think I think that set the tone for like I just hated this ref for the entire game. Well, yeah, and that also makes it tough on attacking for Antonio because now he's got to be walking on eggshells a little bit because you know he's already got two yellows in one game and got right. thrown out for that game, and then missed the next because of it. So. On his point of view, he probably was like holding back a little bit all game. Yeah, because and I think what I if something that happens? It did. It did not seem at all like he was pressing as much as he normally yeah, so does this game. It, it's just unfortunate it happened so early because yeah. that that really sort of hindered what we were doing. Because I mean, 
we rely so much on Antonio. He is yeah. the most imp- well, well, he's I, our goal scorer, man. He, he, the only I'd say person he that, is the most important person. The on only our person team. I, I would argue as well as Rice, just because he's just so well. Yeah, good. and I he and provides I think, so much cover. He orchestrates so much of the attacks going forward through his incredibly intelligent passing and prediction of what's going to happen in the game. Right, and so I mean, Rice is, uh, and he's just a great captain. But he, as he, far he as makes good calls, yeah. Like, as far as far as the attack though, Antonio is just like. It's really hard for us to, to get moving without Antonio's just a powerhouse. Him. Like yeah. that that was something um I think in in my notes I I I put something where yeah, it was at the 80 minute mark where yeah. uh Antonio just basically took on the entire team. Like he got a pass, kept it in bounds, slid out, recovered, oh, yeah, got it, was it on back. the ground. Yeah. Like brought himself up and then lost possession won it back and then two other people had to come so it was three on one and then, and then only one of them was able to get it from him yeah. he got around two I, of them. and I was like he's just a tank like he's, he's an so absolute good. powerhouse like, of that's a striker. in the 80th minute he's already yeah. been playing for over an hour yeah and is still just like putting all the defenders on skates yeah no he he's just insane and I think I think he is like he's definitely one of the more important players on the team just in the yeah. sense of like you know He's probably, I'd, I'd say at this point, the most beloved, you know? Because it's like... He's getting up there. Yeah, and and now he has, you know, the record for the most Premier League goals. Um, and then... For West know, Ham. For for West Ham, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's an important thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, important but, distinction. And, and he's about to break the record for the most goals for the club, period, you know? Yeah, he's getting there. Yeah, he's getting super close to that. So it's just like, yeah, he's he's an absolute powerhouse, and it's so fun watching him play because like yeah. every time he breaks through, you just want to cheer for him. He's mm-hmm. like this this man's an insane, unstoppable soccer god. Yep. You know, so it, it's yeah, it's unbelievable just w- watching him go down. But that said, in my opinion, Antonio was not the player of the match. Oh no no! It was Ogbonna for me. It was yeah. And he he was great on defense. It was really tough to get by. I think the only I think Demari Gray got past him once, right, in for a cross, and past that, he was no one could get around him. He conceded a couple corners, but he did what he's supposed to do. Oh well, like, yeah, it was that that was what that was just the role he had to and, play and there. And none of those corners resulted in everything, so I'd say no harm no. done. He had some he had some good challenges in the box and right outside the box right. to win back possession and steal the ball away from them. Great game and then came the goal after that. Yeah. Um I mean he was playing out of his mind before the goal. And then the goal happened and then yeah, it was just great. I feel like I was surprised because out of all the people that were up in that box for that set piece, I did not expect Ogbonna to be the guy. To, He'll surprise to do you. He'll I know. Surprise you. And he, he it was I mean, an easy target. You got that shiny head. Yeah, I know. Well, and that that was the thing. I think like you could hear it in my voice. Like I was just surprised. I was like, it was Ogbonna. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh man, I can't. I can't remember what I said. It was like his beautiful ball button. ball button head. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there it is. But yeah, it was. Yeah, that that was incredible. And then yeah, and then he almost scored again. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was just like absolutely dominating. Yep. So yeah, I, I think, was thrilled. I think he's he's my player of the match at least because that was like that was some high quality play right there. Yeah, I was really thrilled with the game and, and especially with him. He had a great game. And someone also that had Ogbonna not scored like he did. Suchek was going to be my man of the match up until oh my that god horrible horrible that injury. injury was terrible horrible injury I I, forget, I wish was, him the absolute best who was the guy that, that injured him again Rondon Rondon yeah. yeah oh my god and it wasn't his fault like, I, he, he had yeah. he had no he had no clue that Suchek was was exactly where he was especially his head yeah but he was playing so good I think that they'd sort of 
worked out a system today at least in which he was sort of looking like he did last season and it was more up in an attacking role was more of a threat in the box right um was also doing great work in the midfield getting the ball back retaining possession and and doing a great job defending as well um he looked he looked really informed today and yeah. so it was a real real shame real shame i yeah well and i was like i was afraid that like they literally spiked his eye like because when when you look down, and I, they may, his eye may still have got clipped from when I was looking because there was never really a good camera angle. Yeah, well, of him and I don't, that. I don't think they're gonna show no. like the gruesome yeah. details of like, look at this metal but spike. Y- yeah, you could easily eye. see like on his upper cheek. Yeah, well, no. where there was like big, big wounds, and yeah. like his eye still looked really, really red. Well, and that was the like thing. like blood. Yeah, in, not like it, irritated. In in real time it was like we were just like, "Whoa, he's like flopping around hard." That yeah. was like because it wasn't like a I didn't I didn't see him like the fall didn't really seem that bad. No, you you didn't see that on camera. Yeah, the camera exactly. moved past before the turn. Yeah, cuz I was just like you saw him fall and but he was like literally rolling around like mm-hmm. in agony. And I'm like, "What is going on with him?" But then yeah, yeah when they showed that replay, it's like you you could hear it was oh, atrociously bad. That, that was like shivers down my spine. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I think they just blinded Suchek. So yeah. I don't know. So I wish him the best. I think he, he seemed to be okay. I, I think the fact that he was out in the field after the game um, shows that he like he'll be okay. Like it's not yeah, gonna be yeah. a super bad thing. But that was still awful, 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 awful. But he was if he get if in the future when he gets back if if that form continues I think we're gonna be gonna be looking good with with he and rice because rice also that that being said Suchek was looking good but it wasn't at the detriment of rice on attacking rice no, still exactly. had a good attacking runs coming in i think everyone performed great today the only person i'd say didn't perform well was like well i don't know bowen and ben rama had some good stuff but he like yeah ben rama was good at the at the start and then he sort of slacked off after that yeah i don't know it's um, one of those things where it's just like well and i think part of that too can be attributed to antonio's yellow yeah because that's they link up so much with each other that Antonio having to be a little bit more careful and playing back a little bit more or restraining himself a little bit more was also to Ben Rama's. That's true. Yeah, because he he couldn't do yeah. much with it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never I've never seen Ben Rama as much of a uh, you know like solo attacking player. You know, like yeah. I feel like he gets incredible goals when he scores them, but it's yeah. like. He he's not like he he's a you know Antonio's a chunk of a guy you know oh, yeah. like yeah. he will literally just blast through defenders but mm-hmm. Benrama's got to be a little more sneaky and agile about it and it's yeah. like and he's great at it but yeah I mean it's it's a little bit harder to pull that through than to just like yeah. muscle your way through everything yeah I get that I get that so I don't know but yeah the only true disappointment was Bowen where I was like. You know, every every shot that he should have made, and every time he's like in this wonderful position to like just be in yeah. the right spot, he he just doesn't he just doesn't seem to deliver. His work rate, I will say, is good though. Yeah, I think I think he was definitely putting in the effort that could slash should have been rewarded. Right, but sometimes like that that just last ten percent is it's, what's gone. He needs to work on his finishing. Is all it is. Yeah, because I mean he's doing good. He's getting back on defense, making plays backwards, doing good in the midfield, linking up passes, doing making good runs yeah. towards the box. It just once he gets in there, or once he gets or once he gets pretty close to the box, it's just yeah. He's excellent at breaking through defense. Like yeah. I'll, I'll never take that away from him. He's yeah. just like absolutely 
insane at like just getting into the right spot it's just like it's something about like the pressure of being there just seems to throw him off yeah now that, that was just something that like absolutely baffled me of like how do we not have a goal by now like yeah. there's been so many opportunities well yeah and then once we once we got the goal it was very shortly after the Suchek injury and then at that point I think David Moyes was just thinking and honestly rightfully so is the way the game was going it just parked the bus brought on Dawson which I was very happy to see right. I love Dawson as a sub especially in that situation right um where he's coming in to, to fill in and then we went from the four back to the five back which seemed to work really well because Ogbana Zuma getting along super well right um they seem to be really accustomed to one another, which is good. And Dawson getting in there gives the the attacking power on the corners, on our offensive corners. He's good at defending corners as well. So I thought that was a good call. I like Lanzini coming on as well. I'm just kind of I'm I'm wanting to see some of the new signings on a bit more. I want to see Vlasic on some more. Crawl yeah. wasn't even on the bench today. Yeah, which I think that's for some other reason. There are some other names that it aren't usually on there. It seems like he's trying to play Crawl um, more for Europa stuff. You that know? could be too. Just sort of like like the Areola role. Yeah, it, it does seem like they maybe the performances there. He has will, players in mind for Premier and players in mind for Europa League. Yeah. So, so that being said, I I would like to see Crawl in the Premier League setting right. playing because I I think he can. I'd be curious to see how he, you know, how he performs. Yeah, like today, I'd love to. Oh, he wasn't on the bench, like I said, but right. I would have loved to see him come in to replace Suchek. Uh, that would have been sit great. Back there yeah. with Rice, stay stay the four back and just have two defensive midfielders on yeah. top of them, rather than go to the five back. But the five back worked, um, and that to be saying, or the four back worked too, and that to say, great job on Ben Johnson today. Yeah, he did great. Great job on Ben Johnson. I, that, that was something where I was like, I, I saw the opening lineup and I got like a little nervous because he's not a name that you see super often in West Ham, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he every time he does come on, I feel like he does a, a stand-up job. Yeah, and I thought today he did. Ab- like he is awesome. He like his defensive stuff was great. He, you know, he put he he made some passes that like really yeah. put us at a great advantage to oh, like yeah. make a strike. You know? Yeah, and and Sufau's shoes are big big shoes to fill right and i i didn't notice sufal missing on defense on yeah. attack i did but on defense i think ben and which is exactly what ben johnson was there for right he wasn't there to attack he's there to be the right back and, yeah. and defend and, you know, and i Su- think sufal's just the guy that goes above and beyond to like yeah. and know? yeah that's just to say like ben johnson had a great per- performance and i'm still like all right i'm ready for sufal to be back right still because sufal is just he is such a great player work rate second to none great skill i mean i rarely see him just beaten by wingers and i mean he's going he's in the premier league he's going up against ronaldo you're going up against lukaku you're right. going i mean you name it all these incredible attacking players that he deals with and still goes on the attack right all the time and it's just running up and down the field selfless play I mean, he is he is a great, great player, but Ben Johnson did a fantastic job today. Yeah, I, I thought he, he, he... Very pleased with Ben Johnson He was today. a proper stand-in. Yes, I, I think so as well. So, that that being said, uh, I'm ready for Sufal to be back. I yeah. didn't miss Sufal. It made um, you nervous to have Johnson on there? No, it didn't make me nervous. I just think that Sufal just offers a lot more. You yeah, know? that's fair. So, nothing against Johnson. It's just, That's just to show 
how good Sufal is. Yeah, and and that you know, and also I think it's worth mentioning. Like Zuma did awesome today too. Oh, yeah. Zuma did so good. Yeah, like I, he, I am so so happy. What was with the yeah? Zuma what was signing. the one uh, where they they had the chance to equalize and Zuma basically just like? Oh yeah, he was he was he had slipped or was sliding one and was falling. As he was falling, he turned around to block a, like a really good shot on goal. Yeah, it would have and went right off great. his back and way out of the box. Yeah, no, that was. That was insanely yeah, yeah. Zuma's just and awesome, and I'm he's glad he's starting. He's linking up great. He's linking up great with all the players. He and Ogbonna are getting on super great. That's yeah. really important. The yeah, and pairing. it and it seems like they yeah, like it. You know, the hug after the match and all that sort of stuff. It's like man, yeah. you can tell they're that these on. players like just like yeah, each and, other. well, and throughout the game too. Just like if you're watching their communication as they're playing, like they 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 seem to be right on the same page. And Zuma seems to have really acclimated right to the system, which is great, 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 great. I'm so happy to see him on the team. He's he's killing it. It's just like it. That's so it's so fun to watch him play. It's just yeah. No, he's he's one of the players. But I, even on defense or when we're passing it back to sort of flip the field and stuff, I'm excited when he has the ball. Right. I I just I'm excited to see him playing for West Ham, and I I am excited to see where he goes in the season. And just that makes me feel a lot better on defense because at the start of the season we were conceding too much. Right. With with the Ogbonna Dawson pairing. And more times than not, I do fuck that was the Dawson. Uh, yeah, uh, see, that's, a little bit of slip ups. I know you like Dawson a lot, but he's, I do like Dawson. He, but he, I, he's a defender that scares me. I like Dawson yeah. in set pieces. Yeah, that's I feel why I like, like him so much. For yeah. it. just because I mean that was the thing is like time in, time out on a set piece. Dawson was going to get there, right? And he was going to have a really solid chance to I, get a goal. Because it was it. I, I'm trying to remember. Was it the Brentford game where he literally like. I think I texted you like Dawson's ancestors must have been like aviary because he's so good <laughs> yes, in the air. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was, I think it was just like a crazy jump he had and got completely over a defender. Yeah. And was still like. It's in like there. he leapfrogged him. I was like, this is oh, insane. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Like no, that that man's. It was just it was fantastic. It was just like it. it he does do an incredible job just getting and heading the ball. Yep. But yeah, as a defender, I I just don't I don't see it much. Like I almost wonder if he'd be better in a more forward position, you know? Like a, like a central defender. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I I like him as a sub center back. I I, yeah. I like him in the role he's in. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, think his he's experience a sub. is great. So that because you don't often sub center backs in, but if you do, yeah, he's someone who he's been through a lot. He's been around a long time. Right. Played a lot of Premier League games. High quality player to bring in. But sometimes he's just not the person you want to you want to have the whole time. So I think that where we're at as far as center backs go, we're in a good spot. We still got Diop as well, and Diop is just a phenomenal player. Too. Right. Great, great, great player. I, honestly, I was looking at the bench and I was like, there are a lot of really good subs yep. right now. It's like I feel yeah, like we're doing good. There's not a single like every player on West Ham has something to offer, and that's yeah. that's awesome because I feel like on other teams there's like some people that I'm like. I, what what are you even doing here? Just, just taking up space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like it's kind of like they just needed a body to like fill it, you know. Yeah. And I think I was telling this to you during the game, but it seems like, you know, there are like the greatest players out there, you know, like mm-hmm. Lukaku and Ronaldo and stuff like that, where they have like great players, a couple of good players, and then the rest are okay. West yeah. Ham has like a couple of great players, and then everyone else is good, you know. Yeah. Like I, I there's yeah, no not one, no one I'd say is just no one's okay. dead weight. Yeah, exactly. Like there's and, not someone I dread seeing on the team. And I think that shows in the consistency in the lineups. Right. And that week in, week out, if the same eleven are fit, 
They're going to be starting. Right. That being Ogbonna, Diop, Cresswell, Sufal, Fabianski, Suchek, Rice, and then Bowen, Fornaus, then Rama, Antonio. Yeah. That's the 11. If they if those it's are a, available, it's a great starting that's 11. That's the 11. Yeah. It's just that simple. And I, I think that just goes to show that uh, the system that's working for David Moyes and right. the team. And, you know, I mean, if, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Right. There's so, there's, a, there's been a couple of times where I'd like to see the formation change, you know. Yeah. Um, and I felt like we almost saw that today, you know, with the, well, the double did. striker sort of thing. Well, yeah, there's a time where Antonio was going more into a false nine or he wasn't a true striker. He was, had the freedom to sort of wander around the pitch. And then right. Fornaus was there and then Ben Brahma also filled in there. Um, and then at the, after the Suchek injury, we went to back five, and it was really a five-four-one. Right. Because Rice pulled back as well. Lanzini came in, pulled back beside him, and so I mean it was really just Antonio. And then if Fornals or Bowen could get a ball up to him, then they would do that. But that was really just park the bus mode and going. We're just going to set back, what let the game time out, go home with our our victory. And our one to nothing lead, right? Um, and and that makes sense because you know it's like, but yeah, and with that too, we still had a bit of the pace to counterattack because if Landini did get the ball, he he has the attacking pedigree to go. Okay, I'm gonna go run, right? Give it to Antonio, give it to Bowen, give it to Fornals, and you still have four people there who are really can't attack well. Same with Rice. I mean, Rice can get up. Right, Rice can. Um, I love it when Rice scores. Oh yeah, because his goals are uh, always insane. They're yeah. just like what a beautiful shot. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often just because like the the position he plays is that the the goals don't happen as much as others. But oh, they're so satisfying when they do. Yeah, um, I think he loves it when he scores too. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if ever, I, I don't think anyone's gonna score and go. Oh no, I just oh, scored. No. no, but like I feel like him him more so than most. Where he's like, it almost seems like he doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. You know? Yeah. Like obviously everyone loves him and they think like you know like he, he's a great player. But like he is even mm. even today. You know, just like watching him in the midfield. Um, just absolutely like in just completely he, intercepting. Yeah. Uh, maneuvering around the ball, protecting never looked it super stretched. well. Yeah, he never looked like he was struggling. He just no. always seemed like he was smooth, calm, collected, like smooth just operator, smooth criminal type. Like he is a I'm a smooth operator. I'm a steal from you. Yeah, but overall, I think with season in general, like as far as like state of the season's going, I, I'm I'm pretty happy where we're at. You know, we're sitting in seventh right now, even on points with Man U. Um, did we not? Did we not make it up to sixth? No goal differential. Man U's higher right. than us in goal differential. Got it. Got um, it. Got it. And they've only got two more. I think it's plus two for them yeah. over us. But that being said, we're even on points with sixth. So with Europa League going on, with international breaks going on, and we have a lot of players playing for their national teams, which is good. Right. But it's also like okay. Well, that tires right. us out. Yeah. Yeah. Like those, those people aren't getting a week off. And as well as that, like FA Cup and just all the competitions that are going on right now, it's we're doing a good. We're still undefeated Europa League. If we win against Genk this coming week, we are locked in. Yeah, for and the I tournament. feel like we stand a great chance too. Yeah, and and I think we'll still keep pushing. And that's I think we still can keep pushing because we have the depth to do so. Like we can play our B team after that, true B team after that, across the board, which our B team is still good, right? And do a great job and. I mean, I don't see a reason we can't win out our whole group stage at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely. I feel like we could— Because the, the hardest game will be Dinamo next time we play him, and we play him at home. 
Oh, so, yeah. So we already went there. That was, I feel like, as far and, as our group goes, that was our hardest game was the very first one, going to Dinamo and playing. Was it? D- Dinamo was the first yeah. one we went up against, yeah. right? Yeah, That's and we made game. them look like school children. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And I think they they were in the best form yeah. um, of the other teams. So this week should be good. We should I, – I don't see a reason we can't get the win. That locks us into the to the competition. I mean, at that point, we just keep pushing in Europa League for better seating in the tournament. Yeah, and keep on chugging in the Premier League. I think. I think. Yeah. I I was telling you this earlier, but like we could easily get top five in the Premier League. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, and then well, not easily, but I, I think if we apply ourselves. Well, yes. exactly. Like I think. I think like going for top of the league at this point. I think Liverpool's doing like a I, little. I think too the top good. four is pretty pretty locked in i think the top four is going to be there's some, there's gonna be some big stories if it's not chelsea or it, not in any particular order but chelsea liverpool man city man U. right you know um well especially if man teams, U doesn't make it to the top four and they sign ronaldo like that's yeah. just gonna look bad i mean those four teams are are leaps and bounds i feel like they're they're yeah they're like the top above yeah they're just and, good and i hate that yeah um, Liverpool's the only one of those teams that I can actually like be okay with winning, you know. Yeah, I'm totally like, same here. Yeah, Chelsea, yeah, if, Man if those U, four, Man City. If I'm to pick up one of those four to win the league, I would. I prefer if it's. No I prefer it to be. I'd West prefer. Ham, I'd, but, I'd rather it be West Ham. But but if I had to choose, I think it would be Liverpool too. But let's look at our, our upcoming our run of games. So we've got Spurs next week. Then we've got Villa. Then next week we have Liverpool. Then we there's another international break. We come back after that for Wolves, Man City, Brighton, Chelsea, Burnley, Arsenal on the short week, and Norwich. And that takes us to Christmas. So there are a couple tough spells, one of which is coming up, Spurs, Villa, Liverpool. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Then Wolves. I'm not as concerned with Wolves, but still a little. I mean, they they, they, they play good. They play good football. Yeah, I was um, about to say they 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 shine through every now and then. Really, yeah, really. These this next little bit is going to. This will sort of be what tells the tale of the season. I, I want to say because I think Spurs is going to be incredibly fun to watch because going and it's at up the London Stadium like, too. Oh, that'll be awesome. yeah. It'll be London Derby at the London Stadium. Yeah, because I think like Harry Kane and like uh, Son are. going to I think be it's like, really important that Sufal's back that week too. Yeah, which he will. Is what they're saying that he should be back by next week. That's good. So, um, I I think that will be incredibly important. Villa the next week. I feel still like a that's strong an team. Match. Still, yeah. still a strong team. They the Grealish going was a really big deal because I feel like there were many a game last season that he just sort of put the team on his back right and and went and I so I I have mixed feelings on Grealish some like I feel he flops a lot right but at the same time I do respect his game he's a good player yeah I mean he wouldn't be on Man City now if he if he wouldn't yeah you hear his name a lot you know and it's like most of the time if you're hearing a player's name it's because they're good like or so, they have some sort of drama, like the whole Harry Kane thing with Tottenham. Yeah. But Harry Kane's still really good. He's really good, yeah. So we got that. Villa, I think, would be a good match, but we can easily – not easily, but we, but we can take him. Liverpool would be really tough. It's at London Stadium, though, so that does help. That Yeah, that's, um, that's good. Th- that to be said, yeah, of the up t- upcoming tough games, we've got Chelsea at home. And this <sighs> feels even weird saying, but Brighton – I mean, they're in fourth. 
Brighton and is in fourth. They are in fourth. And, and so that, I'm counting that that's going to be a tough game. That is. They, we have them at home, so that's good. Of the but of the games said, coming up, the only away game is Man City. Did you watch the Brighton-Norwich game, though? That's what I'm saying. They they have trouble scoring. It's it's weird. It was like I – because I, I, I appreciate Brighton, you know? Like, yeah, oh, you, yeah, yeah. You knew I was like a Basuma fanboy, you yeah. know, at, when I first like started getting into the Premier League. And I was just like – Man, like this team's really cool. Yeah. But watching them against Norwich, I was watching it because I kind of just wanted to see Brighton crush Norwich. Yep. But it and it wasn't like Norwich was really putting up much of a fight. It was just neither team was doing anything interesting. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like against Brighton is going to be a very fun game to watch. Yep. I think I think so as well. They're really good on defense too. Yeah, but they do make a lot of defensive mistakes. At least I saw that against Norwich. You yeah. know, where it's like all we need them to do is slip up once, and then you know our little tag team duo of Benrahma and Antonio could come in and just obliterate them. Yeah. You know. Well, and that being said, let's go back and look here at Brighton's run of games because right. they are doing good. They're in fourth, but that being said, they haven't really played any teams in crazy form. That's true. So they got beat by Everton. They did. And that was a good game. And they, they beat Brentford one to nothing. So they beat Leicester when Leicester was really Leicester had a great game this week, but up to this point they've had a rough season. Right. So I wouldn't call Leicester as in form and they beat Leicester. Then since that, that was September nineteenth, was their last victory. Since then they have had a, yeah, they had a draw with Crystal Palace, a scoreless gr- draw with both Arsenal and Norwich. Right. Which Arsenal is still, they're not at full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and they weren't at that point. And Norwich, well, bottom that, of the that table. Was, that was right after Arsenal had just won three games straight, you know? Yes. Our, our Arsenal that, had kind of come around, and I don't know if you watched that game, but even though it was scoreless, it was a good game. Was it back and forth? I didn't it, watch that game. It was okay. actually like I, I was like I kind of want someone to score a goal just so like this feels worth it. Yeah, but I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. Okay, so that being said, if that's a good game. Then they come. Well, uh, they have a week off in between that. Ooh. Come back to Norwich. So they should be fresh. They should. Yeah, and they 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 didn't score against Norwich. Right. So I'm still going to count it as a tough game on our schedule, but. Worthy footnote that Brighton, I, in my opinion, are not truly vetted out. They're not. I don't. I'm not going to call them a super good or even a, like a good good team yet. Right. They're getting there, but I think that once they play some bigger games, some some teams that are really are in show. form, yeah, then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. And um, I, I feel. But like... kudos to them to being where they're at this point in the season because there there truly aren't any easy games in the prem. So. No. Well, them, and that's them what being I'm in fourth is just like Leicester great, great having job. a rough season and then turning it around to like beat Man U is you know yeah. it's like that's that's insane like that yeah. was one of those things that really showed me I was like last last or yesterday I guess was like everything that I expected to happen did not happen mm-hmm. like all the teams that I expected to win totally underperformed and just yep. either like had a draw or didn't do anything like even Leeds versus Southampton yep. I was like I expected Leeds to win but Leeds totally underperformed yep so 
yeah i don't know it's 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 interesting seeing uh you know who we're up against and like trying to even make a guess as to like how even of a match it is because honestly yeah, i've just, noticed it's just really tough yeah if they lose their players like Leeds didn't have bamford whenever they were uh playing yeah. southampton and it's like that really showed because like absolutely no one could finish on Leeds. You oh know? yeah yeah so yeah, I don't. It's. I'm just curious to see like what the lineups are whenever we finally get into these games. Because, yep. yeah, I know Antonio took a pretty bad injury today. Um, yeah, he he was. I think he recovered from it. I think it seemed like it, but he was playing a lot slower and a lot like. I think it was that in combination with the yellow. Yeah, it just it that seemed like, it hmm. seemed like he was just tired and in pain by the end. Because he did get stopped. Yeah, good. no, and it, it like you look at it and it was like. It almost looked like they could have spliced the the tendon that like yeah. you know connects your or yeah. you know I don't even know what that'd be called, but it it looked bad is, yeah. is what it is what it looked like. One of the last points I want to make, or I, or I want to talk about Newcastle. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I I'm just not a fan of this. I'm not either. I'm, I, what I'm also not a fan of is Man City and Chelsea being upset about this because. Uh-uh, that's the pot calling the kettle black that's, right there. That's what because I'm saying. Like, that's the, exactly the thing that they did is what Newcastle has just done. Well, yeah. I mean, what? They they just buy all the best players out there and then... Yeah, just um, you don't worry about money anymore. Yeah. And it's your someone's, it's what someone's a concept that is. Project. Yeah, I, I, I am just... I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm just upset. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'm, if, I'm, I, if yeah. I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be... F- thrilled yeah it's it's absolute like i don't know man that's i'm just not a newcastle fan at all i like i feel like there's a couple of teams that i just truly don't care about and that's like southampton newcastle um and yeah i mean it's really them like i even norwich i find myself kind of like come on guys you could bring it back well i think that's just like because they haven't won a game yet yeah they're in 20th yeah, I don't know. But, like, I'm starting to find myself, like, appreciating leads and all that. But, like, yeah, okay. Newcastle and Southampton, I'm just, like, I can't I can't find anything about these teams that I'm, like, into, you yeah. know? So I, I I think it's a – I don't know. I would hope that something will be done in the sense that there's going to be maybe some type of financial regulation or slash rules in the future of, you know, the top teams can't just get beat. Right. Or not get beat. Can't can't just get bought by someone with unlimited amounts of money. Yeah. To come in and just be good because you have money, not because of of training. And I feel like that's just not fun for anyone to watch. You know, it's yeah. just like the reason I love West Ham so much is it feels like almost everyone on that team has been there for a long time. You know, like Lanzini, Antonio, um, Fabianski's been there for a while. Yeah. And it's just like you know, you got, like, you got. I mean, the core for me is Fabianski. Noble. Yeah, Noble, Cresswell, Ogbonna, Fabianski. Right, have all been there for a long, long time. Yeah, so it's and they're all still great. Yeah, and I like I love that because it feels like it's a team that's truly been built on like this incredibly strong backbone. Yeah, but like the top teams, it just seems like people come and go all the time because of money conflicts. You know. Yeah, it's like I, I in some ways it, it almost feels like that takes away from the sport just because yeah. it's like I don't want this to be about you know the whole money and trading aspect of it. Like I want it to be about like a ton of evenly matched teams playing where it's like yeah. You know they're good because they like really worked at it. You know, yep. And that's what West Ham feels like. It just feels like everyone there has been like 
going hard. They have a great personality. They get mm-hmm. along with the everyone in the locker room. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just like one of those things where like this is a team that's built on great foundation, whereas all yeah. the other ones feel shaky and like they could fall apart at any moment. Yep. You know? Well, do you have any other points that well, you want to bring up? The the one last thing I wanted to talk about was Everton. Like we oh, yeah. we didn't talk about Everton at it's all. Just the West it Ham is, podcast. Yeah, I mean it is a West Ham podcast, but you know we we haven't been explicitly talking about West Ham, um, where uh, Everton did really good today. You know, I I think for the the hand they were dealt, they did have a good game. I was about to say because they were missing their two top players. You know, like yeah. missing Calvert Lewin and Richarlison is like that's sort of what Everton's built on. So, uh, yeah, like, them not being there and for them to, like, have as many opportunities as they did. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a great performance. And I was super, like, entertained the entire game, oh, which yeah, is, yeah. like, you know, that's all I ask for out of a soccer game, you I'm know? I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. I want West Ham to win, and I want to be entertained the entire game. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know? I got on track with that. Yeah, and so I was like... They, I thought, I thought they they performed well, and yeah. I mean, obviously, like Damari Gray is insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially for like considering how much they bought him for, and like you know just how fresh he is. It's yeah. like one of those things where I was, I'm constantly impressed by that guy. Like, yeah, he he re- he really does blow me away. And then it's like Townsend does really good as well. Yep. So there, there was just a lot of great performances and a lot of like, kind of scary chances that go on. You know. Yeah, chances. I feel like, looking on paper or how it gone, they didn't deserve being at, and they worked and got there. Right. Um. So I think I think they did have a good game, because it, it can't be overstated, what missing Richarlison and Calvert Lewin. Oh yeah. Does to the team. Yeah. I mean that that'd be like Ben Rama Antonio out. Yeah, like who, what are we who supposed we to throw do? in? Yeah, yeah throwing Yarmolenko and Lanzini, and and, and and they're still good. They're great. But the level that yeah. Ben Rama and, and, and Antonio are at. And it's also like at. Yarmolenko and Lanzini don't play as much as they do. Yeah, you know? exactly. So uh, they were in a similar situation, and so to have the chances that they had right. on attack, it's like yeah, it's like good on him. Yeah, good no, I, I thought Fair they play. did great. And then yeah, and I mean honestly, I feel like the only reason Everton didn't get a goal is because of stupid mistakes. You know, yeah. like Awobi totally like absolutely flubbing that one like yeah, basically yeah, he just whiffed it yeah gray had one a of swing the and most perfect crosses out there yeah and Iwobi just absolutely miffed it it yep. was yeah it was just it was disappointing i was like in, in the sense of like that that very easily could have been a goal but it wasn't and i'm glad it wasn't but yeah. like it was it was just a thing where i was like man that's that's stupid and that you know like that was a fair fight that we should have lost, but yeah. in the end, someone goofed, and so yeah. they couldn't do it. So I'm sure Rafa Benitez is absolutely fuming at Awobi right now. But yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. But you know, in the end, West Ham emerges on top. Yep, and a good good game. Good on everyone in the team. Good on David Moyes. Yeah, I mean it's just good football to watch right now it's a great start to a day i'd say yeah like, no it is it I'm, is i'm gonna go have a, a wonderful day now because mm-hmm. my team won good solid win yeah and and a clean sheet too clean sheet and that's all you can great. ask for yeah that is clean i mean the clean sheet is as good love love it defense great fabianski great fabianski did have that to mention too he had a good game he did have a good game he had a couple of really great saves yeah he so. did um 
good job and congratulations to him on retiring from the polish national team yeah right um very emotional uh sending off yeah it's got to be rough there. it was um but good on him happy we have him very yeah. happy we have him he, he had a great day today but yeah well i think i think that wraps it all up you know out of talking points for this week yeah me too. good we'll game s- good start to good start to the day happy with the season i think we just we, we keep on trucking this is a, like sort of the bit where it's like all right put your head down and and just keep yeah. doing the thing yeah yep, we'll see thing. we'll see how we do against uh tottenham so i'm looking forward to it i know I, I am too i feel like that's gonna be a great game but, i think so too all right guys until next time next week um this has been music city hammers we're uh, signing off we're signing off goodbye bye, bye.